It's Kavya here, and welcome back to the Popcast Cafe podcast. I'm so excited that you're all back here, and I'm very excited for this week's episode, which is episode 10. Very exciting. We finally hit double digits, which is really exciting. Um, if I'm being honest, it feels like I've been doing this podcast longer than I actually have. Like, say, looking back and saying it's been 10 weeks, I feel like a lot of people would say, oh, the time has gone by really fast. Um, So not to say that the time has gone by really slow, because I think the first few weeks moved very quickly. Um, I think after that, just because with school starting and everything, like I'm obviously in college, but college starting and everything, um, things just getting really busy. So balancing just the shows that I'm watching, which are currently on the air, as well as, as my own personal binges, as well as whatever is new that I'm watching for myself and for the podcast as well and taking notes, um, it all just tends to add up plus the work and all my other stuff that I have going on. Um, But I think that um, it's still, it's been just a lot of fun. It just, um, time just moves a lot slower now, which is like so weird. But I am really, really, really enjoying doing this podcast. It's definitely the highlight of every week when I'm overwhelmed with everything else um, with school and all my other any other activities that I'm doing this is probably the thing that I enjoy the most um just an excuse to watch tv and movies and just come up with these scripts and everything like that it's just a lot of fun so I'm really really excited that we're here hopefully we have tens and tens and tens and hundreds of more episodes um because this is something that like I've said I want to do long term and I want to see my podcast evolve as I grow up. Um, Obviously, I'm only 18 years old right now, so I see so much room for growth um, and just for this to become bigger and better um, and for me to just continue to improve weekly as well as just kind of let the content grow up with me, um, mature with me, and everything like that. But for those of you listening that I have gotten feedback from and just from all my friends and everything. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I really, really enjoy doing this every week. So I'm glad there are people out there that also like to listen to me talk about my opinions and my analysis of whatever I'm talking about each week. It genuinely means a lot because it's just, it is really, really fun. And I'm happy that people enjoy it as well. So before we get into this week's um, episode, obviously I'm going to remind you and let you guys know that you should totally hit the follow button, um, hit the notification bell as well, because then you get notified every single time that I upload, which is weekly. It's Fridays um, at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's my official time. But in case you forget, that's what the reminders are for. They're very helpful. They're very great. I have them turned on for basically all the podcasts I listen to, and there's a lot. Um, But yeah, so now that we've gotten all of that out of the way, I'm going to introduce this week's topic, which is the new Netflix sitcom comedy series, um, Pretty Smart. So, Pretty Smart. Um, If you guys have not already seen Pretty Smart, I would recommend it. So I will say that. I will, I do, I really, really do recommend it. 
But there's a lot of things to keep in mind, I guess, when you're going into it. And I'm going to kind of talk about that in my initial impressions of the show, as well as, or I guess, kind of compared to when I finished the show, because there was a vast difference in that and just how I kind of progressed with the show as I watched it. So for starters, I guess you could say I pretty much watched all 10 episodes, only 10 episodes, 20, 20-ish minutes each, 20 to 25 minutes. Um, I watched the whole thing in about three days and probably would have watched it way faster if I wasn't watching other stuff, you know, my own stuff. And um, I mean, this is my own stuff too, but you know what I mean? Like my own like long binges of old shows um, as well as keeping up with stuff and then just work and school and everything probably would have watched it even faster but three days it was super quick it was a very 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 easy watch with that being said the first i want to say 10 to 15 minutes no that's (laughs) that's a lot maybe the first eight to ten minutes were not the easiest watch And what I mean by that, I want to see what the best way to articulate it is. But I think my main issue with the show at first was that it was very awkwardly funny. It was kind of trying to be funny a little bit. And I wasn't really getting on the humor or really feeling any of the characters or the vibes yet. I think was my main issue and my main problem. Um... So I think that was kind of, you know, what I was running into. But my friends um, just kind of told me because they had just seen it earlier that day. They were like, keep going, keep going, I promise. Like the first few minutes are really kind of, I don't even want to say it was cringe, but just a little bit awkward. But that was kind of what I was being told by everyone. So I was like, okay, I'll continue. I'll proceed with caution. (laughs) So then I did, and I'm really, really glad that I did because I did see a pretty sharp turnaround. To compare the kind of comedy that it is, I really don't know how to explain it. Um, I guess you could say it's very similarly structured to like a Disney Channel show except for older people I really don't and not just because the two main characters are obviously Disney alumni but um I just I don't even know how to explain it um the vibe of it is very similar to that just obviously more adult jokes as well as themes um which I think is expected I promise it's not a kid's show or anything like that it can be enjoyed (laughs) by older people um but personally, I loved it. Um, it's a very quirky comedy. Um, basically, Chelsea, who is um, this girl Claire's sister, her older sister, I believe, um, moves in with Claire and Claire's roommates, housemates, whatever. Um, and they're a very eccentric group of people, all very different. Um, and she ends up moving in with her. And Chelsea is very different from this. She's not quite as... um eccentric I guess um she's very smart she went to Harvard she does all these fancy things so initially she's a little bit reserved with this group of people 
So this group of people obviously contains Claire, her sister, who is very, you know, openly just bursting with positivity and good vibes and fun and, you know, just the overflow of positivity and radiate sunshine type character. Then there's Solana, who's basically, um, so she does a lot of like the meditation stuff and she's very like zen, but like not at the same time. Like she kind of has a dynamic personality, but she's very cool. She's probably my favorite character, I would say. Um, really, really liked her. And then there's Jaden and Jaden, I guess is also, okay, reoccurring theme with Claire and her friends, they're all very over the top, but he's over the top, fashion, um, fashion diva type, um, you know, big personality. I always think there was that one episode where they were doing this thing for um, Chelsea's rival and they were like, oh, Jaden can't be a part of it because he always makes his, I guess, characters and disguises that he does whenever they do these kinds of things just way over the top and adds accents. So, you know, just the really extra guy. And then finally, there's Grant, um, who is actually Claire's ex-boyfriend, who's at the start of the show still in love with Claire. And he is a himbo, basically. Not the brightest, but muscly and charming and attractive. Yeah, you guys know what a himbo is. Um, But yeah, that's essentially your cast of main characters so it is a very interesting dynamic and creates for a very unique environment that chelsea goes into which i really did like because i guess one of my favorite um like found family tropes are these kinds of things where it's like okay i mean usually it's like all groups of or it's a group of very different people or something like that but i really really enjoyed just the take on Chelsea being very different from these people um, and them just all being all these like really big personality people. Um, It was just a very nice thing to watch her become part of the group. So from that dynamic, I really, really enjoyed watching her form these individual friendships as well as this mega group friendship, especially because Chelsea always said throughout the show that she always had trouble making friends and that was always Claire's thing. So it was really, really nice to see um, and I really enjoyed that. So I think when things started to look up for Chelsea, um, kind of more around episode two is when I started really connecting with the show and really liking it. Because like I said, the first episode was a bit slow for me, not because of the plot, because obviously I don't really think sitcoms can be necessarily slow. I don't think that's the right word to use. But the, the comedy, I guess, wasn't picking up for me. Like it seemed like not the best comedy. But then after that, I was really enjoying it. Like I said, it's a very quirky comedy, so it's very different. It's definitely not for everyone, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really cute, really fun, such an easy watch, all good things. Um, so let's talk about ships, because I feel like ships are so important to talk about. Um, so I guess the main love triangle of ships that we saw this season was Grant, Claire, and Chelsea. So let's start it off by just saying, obviously, I'm team Grant and Chelsea. I think they have a lot more chemistry, and obviously, I'm pretty sure that's probably the ship we're supposed to be rooting for. They're the slow burn. I think something to keep in mind with me and ships is that I typically do not like ships that have already been established before the pilot. I don't typically 
like stuff like that. So from where we start the show, we know that Claire and Grant used to date years ago. And then they broke up after like five weeks or something like that. And and basically, um, Claire, yeah, she's no longer into Grant, but Grant is still in love with her. That dynamic already being set is something that isn't, it doesn't really make the ship very appealing to me. At least if we got to see him have these feelings reignited or how they reignite or something like that, it would make them more rootable, but they really aren't. I don't really like pre-established ships. I don't typically enjoy the ship that you come into the show and they're already together or they already had a past. Like, I just don't typically root for those kinds of ships. Um, So, no. Chelsea obviously comes in and when she meets Grant, it's her first time meeting him and she thinks he's really cute, but she finds out pretty quickly that Grant is into Claire. So she kind of... I mean, she was never on him in the first place. Like, she was always kind of backed off. It's not like she was trying to make a move or any, like, really actively trying to make moves or anything. She just kind of kept her feelings to herself. I think Solana was probably the only one that kind of caught on to it um, initially. But these two kind of, I guess, get to know each other better and better throughout the 10 episodes. Um, And we get to see Grant's feelings for Chelsea come about and... Like I said, that right there is what I like to see. I like to see a build-up. I like to see how, you know, a sequence of events leads to whatever is going to happen happening. Um, That's obviously what I enjoy more. So I liked that aspect. Um, a lot. So for me, it's definitely Chelsea and Grant. I also think they have incredible chemistry. Um, the episode where I cannot remember the name. I want to say it's Morgan, but it's probably not Morgan. The episode where um, Chelsea's rival from high school comes to town or whatever and promoting her book and they butt heads and Chelsea has to try to convince her that she is just as as successful so she has everyone in the house pretend to you know be doing all these great things so Claire is supposed to be the chef and Solana is supposed to be like her book agent and she's talking about how she needs a boyfriend and the scene when I think Grant was exercising he like gets off the machine or stops lifting weights or whatever he's doing in the moment and walks over to her and he like stands behind her and he's like I can be the boyfriend and she turns around and their faces are like super close like the buzz I got in that scene the chemistry was really really good which is hilarious because it's literally Lily from Hannah Montana and Mason from Lizards of Waverly Place so it's so odd it's such an interesting crossover um because the only crossover we ever really saw was like what Miley and Selena drama I don't even know um But yeah, it was just very, very interesting, and I didn't expect them to have such good chemistry, Um, especially because I guess I grew up with both of these actors and watching them do stuff. So it was very interesting. It was was something that I had to get used to, like, just for a second. I was like, whoa, like, this is weird. But I thought that it was executed very well. I loved the chemistry between the two, and everything about that episode, I feel like I'm just going to continue into raving about this episode. This was probably by far my favorite episode of the 10, I would have to say. 
um the scene where that girl was like whatever her name was says you know the boyfriend should give a toast and he starts speaking and he's just like I don't know what else to say and he just kisses her I was like oh my god no the chemistry was so good and I loved it I thought it was so good um and that was when I really started shipping them but even the pilot and the second episode I was you know on board with them so I think that's definitely where I lie I love build up I love seeing things form over time so that was essentially the clear option for me um I wasn't really debating between options it was like oh yeah this is the one for me, for sure. Like, this is it. Um, so I loved it. I thought it was very, very fun. And then, of course, as the season is wrapping up, we find out that Claire has feelings for Grant. Like, she ends up actually having feelings for him. So she dumps Dave, this other guy she's dating at the time, and she's like, I like Grant, or whatever. And so she goes to Grant. And Grant basically has spent, I guess... The whole season being into Claire um, but towards the last few episodes like after bonding with Chelsea for these 10 episodes is starting to have feelings for her instead so you know they're about to kiss like for real like not just in their little play world um, and he's like you got to tell Claire you know because obviously Chelsea feels awkward dating her um, sister's um, ex-boyfriend so obviously Grant wants to talk to her about it. Chelsea wants to talk to her about it. And of course, after all this hard work, and even after Grant literally sent Chelsea on this little mission to find out if Claire liked him in the first place, of course, she marches in, grabs Grant, and kisses him. And just as she does that and then pulls away, and they just look at each other, Chelsea walks in and she's like, Claire, I need to talk to you. And of course, that's where the season ends. And I don't even know how to put into words, like, <laughs> my feelings on that scene. I think, if anything, I was just kind of frustrated, just because I guess Claire had spent the whole season be being like, oh, I'm not really into him at all, and I guess that's the point, is that she would, you know, come around to it, we all saw it coming, to form an actual love triangle, I guess, but it was just very frustrating. Um, I did see someone um, in, like, the TV Time comments saying that it could potentially be because, you know, how they kind of talk about the fact that she has commitment issues so her breaking up with Dave could just be because it was getting more serious but then I don't know where the grant part would come from like I'm just maybe because I guess he brought it up to her but I don't know it's it's frustrating to watch just as like a viewer because it's like no you were getting somewhere um but I guess if anything, it'll add good angst. I just don't want there to be a point in which Grant is more heavily leaning towards Claire because I'm like, no, 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 please. I just want them to be happy. So this is the reason I'm literally like trying to spread the pretty smart agenda like very hard because I'm like, guys, you need to watch it so we can get a season two. Please, for me, just watch it. Watch for the ship. Um, watch for the characters. Please, like I just need another season so we can settle this issue and we can get the two people we actually want together um so yeah i i, I really hope that that happens um i think mm, i don't even want to say for sure but like solana and jaden are probably two of my favorites i also really i really do like all the other characters i do like grant um but i think those two are probably my favorites i think they were highlights both in different ways obviously i appreciated Chelsea and Grant because they're both such different characters and obviously they were the ship and they had chemistry and Grant is just a himbo and I love those kinds of characters um 
But these two were just standouts for me. I thought that their chemistry with one another, like in their scenes, was so good. Um, they interacted very well. They bounced off one another very well. So it was very, very engaging to see. Um, and obviously, aside from my ship, I love to have just these favorite characters and they're probably the ones for me. I just love them. I think they're so great. I think they added a very interesting layer and they both had very interesting um, character traits for the friend group or for the overall group dynamic, which I really appreciated and really liked. Um, so yeah, so that's probably um, my view on that. If we get a season two, what would I like to see? For starters, obviously, I want more Grant and Chelsea content. Um, if they dip into this love triangle, which they probably obviously are, um, I hope that it isn't too dragged on. Um, if you guys don't already know this, because I don't think I've talked about love triangles like at all on my podcast. So let's just do a quick little mini dive into love triangles. I really, really don't like when they're dragged on very long. Um, for starters, I just, I don't like it at all. Um, I think that they can get tired really fast. For good love triangles, I always point to Rory, Jess, and Dean from Gilmore Girls because I think they're the perfect love triangle in terms of length. They obviously had, um, it didn't last long, you know, it was good angst. And for all the Jess and Rory shippers, it added a good level of angst to the point where we weren't frustrated, like we were frustrated because we didn't like Dean, <laughs> but it was positive in a way where it just added a good level of like the sneakiness and the Rory liking him, you know what I mean? Like it was fun, it was short-lived and it was good. It lasted just as long as it needed to. But then, on the other side of it, you have love triangles like Lucas, Brooke, and Peyton or from One Tree Hill. Or, of course, Elena, Steph, and Damon from um, The Vampire Diaries. And those are love triangles I don't really like. So on both of those, I do have a side in which I heavily prefer. However, they both last way too long than needed. Obviously, this... The Vampire Diaries love triangle went on just way too long and I don't know why it couldn't have just been resolved way earlier. It just felt like the writers dragged it. And as for the Lucas Brooke Payton one, I could rant about this all day, every day. Lucas just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You know, it was fun in very short amounts. Like, okay, it added good angst to the side I liked, etc. But I didn't really appreciate just the constant back and forth, it was annoying and it went on just for far too long, too many seasons. So I think the overall consensus that I have about this is that I really just don't like long running love triangles. Another one that was good was the, I don't, actually this is probably a middle ground one and that is the Joey, Pacey and Dawson love triangle from Dawson's Creek. As in it did run long, but it wasn't an active, frustrating, long running love triangle. Um, obviously, Joey and Pacey only really start in season three to begin with, so there's that, and there, obviously Dawson always kind of stays obsessed with her, but there are like portions of time in which he's in another relationship, or we're just getting build up towards Pacey and Joey, so it does, it, it, that one was long and it was frustrating, but it wasn't nearly as bad as some of the others, um, love triangle-wise. I have a very, very clear side on that one. Like, come on, let's be honest. Obviously, Pacey and Joey, my beloveds. But 
there's that. I also typically prefer two guys and a girl love triangles for um, guy-girl love triangles, guy-girl relationships. I prefer um, two guys and a girl usually just because I find, just from what I've seen, is like the two girls and a guy one um, tend to ruin, obviously most of the time the females are friends. And watching guys' friendships get ruined doesn't tend to bother me as much, but watching like these girl best friends or these sisters or anything like that, watching their relationships get ruined over a guy really, really, really frustrates me every time. Like I don't even... (laughs) You guys don't even understand. I hate when that kind of stuff happens. So just for that sake alone, I prefer two guys and a girl love triangles. With that being said, and coming back to the pretty smart love triangle and you apply it, it doesn't really, you know, (laughs) I hope it doesn't run long. It's a streaming service original, so it probably won't, but I hope it's resolved quick and I hope that they don't drag it from the season one point to whenever the last season is. I really, really hope they don't do that. Second of all, it's the two girls and a guy love triangle, which like I said, I don't like. It is a sitcom, so it's probably not gonna be taken as seriously, but I really don't wanna see these two sisters who I guess have never really 100% gotten along their whole life and finally are in a good place living together, being so close. I really, or SPFFs, I think, as Claire called them. I don't want to see them lose they're not gonna lose their friendship but it becomes strained because of a guy and I just do not want that I do not want that at all so it's just not checking those boxes for me I need this love triangle to be wrapped up immediately something else I want in season two is obviously more screen time for Solana and Jaden like I said they're my favorite characters so I want more screen time I want more plots for them um you know, potentially they can get other love interests. And if they don't, that's totally fine as well. Um, I'm totally fine just seeing them on my screen. I really like them. I love their friendship with one another. So just continuing to see those moments as well would be super, super fun. So overall, kind of thinking about the show as a whole, um, it was, like I said, a very easy watch, a very fun watch. It was a lot of fun to watch. I had a really good time. It didn't really feel like a hassle to turn on the next episode. They all pretty much flew by. If you guys actually sit down and watch the show, the episodes will fly by so fast. So I had a really good time just as a viewer um, watching it. So it was all good from that angle. And then... um Like I said, the quirky comedy feel was something that I think we all needed because I don't think there are a lot of um, adult sitcoms that are like this today that really have this kind of humor. I feel like it's kind of not outdated. It's just not as common. We don't really see a lot of it. So it's very refreshing to see it. Um, It's also refreshing to see a good little quirky sitcom, which I, like I said, I just don't feel like a lot of them exist today. So it was really nice to see, like I said, such an easy watch, such a fun watch. So I do recommend this show to all of you if you can get behind that humor, I guess. You would probably really enjoy it. It's just, it's such a cute show. If anything, like I said, watch for the ship watch for the characters. It's such a cute watch. Um, It's such a fun time and I genuinely enjoyed all aspects of it. I thought it was adorable. I thought it was so fun and I really really do hope that we get a season two. Um, I feel like you know I don't know if it really aligns 100% with what everyone's watching today but I do hope that a lot of people tune in because I would love to see more of it 
it was just it was such a cute and fun show so if we're able to get more content and get some of these situations within the show resolved i would be the happiest person so please netflix do something about it and please if you're listening to this go stream pretty smart just for the second season just do this for me i need this love triangle gone in the past away like goodbye please i'm begging um but anyways that kind of brings this episode to a wrap um it wasn't as long of an episode but that's just because i didn't have as much to say um this is trying to think about my previous episodes one of the first episodes in which i was doing like a first season impression like a brand new show everything else it was like season two or this or I had like kind of some pre-story to tell so this is the first time I didn't which means I didn't go in with necessarily any expectations or things that weren't fulfilled or something like for example whenever I do an episode two um or about this show like an episode two about pretty smart um it's going to be a little bit different because I'm obviously going to talk about in comparison to this season, my history with the show, etc. But I don't really need to do that this time, so it's a bit of a shorter episode. I don't have as much to say. But nonetheless, like I said, I really did enjoy the show and I thought it was so much fun. Um, and I hope that you guys will check it out or that you guys also enjoyed it if you've already seen it. But that's about it. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. Um, I really appreciate it and I appreciate all of that support. Um, keep your ears out for more announcements just with the podcast and with some of my other social media that I'm working on and working to put out keep your ears heat peers I don't even know like what the word like I'm it's literally late at night I'm like struggling for the word that I'm trying to use but keep just be ready for also those YouTube announcements as well as they will also be coming shortly And like I always mention, um, please hit the follow button. Please hit the notification bell just to remind you guys. You should totally do that. And that's about it. So thanks again for watching. And until next time, bye.